For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, the book of Hebrews, Yeshua, our Melchizedek priest. This is part four of the series. So the Melchizedek priesthood is a more excellent ministry than the Levitical priesthood. And Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood administers a better covenant, the new covenant, because it's the Torah written upon our heart, and we're given the indwelling Holy Spirit to live out that Torah with better promises. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 22. By so much was Yeshua made a surety of a better testament. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. But now has he obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established on on better promises. So the Torah wasn't done away with. It's just that the new covenant Melchizedek priesthood of Yeshua is better than Mount Sinai because at Mount Sinai, the Torah was written upon hearts of stone and by being written upon hearts of stone, the children of Israel, when they went through trials, tribulations, and persecutions, they couldn't overcome the flesh and the sin nature and being governed by their natural eyes and natural reasoning. And they were not able to stand in the midst of trial, tribulation, and persecution and believe the covenant promises that was made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that they were brought out of Egypt to go to the promised land because they believed the report of the 10 spies that said we're not able to go into the promised land. And so the new covenant is a better covenant on better promises because that Torah is not written upon hearts of stone. It's written upon hearts of flesh and we're given the indwelling Holy Spirit so that if we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, if we walk in the Spirit, then we are able to crucify our flesh and we will not operate in our lives when we have trials, tribulations, and persecutions by our carnal mind, but we will see things through spiritual eyes and we will be able to overcome the flesh, the desires of the flesh, in natural eyesight, reasoning, and thinking. The new covenant is the Torah written upon our hearts. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my Torah in their inward parts and write it
hide it in their hearts. This is quoted in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10, as it is written. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah in their mind and write it in their hearts. The Torah is the will of God. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. I delight to do your will, O my God. Yes, your Torah is within my heart. And so the will of the Heavenly Father is the new covenant, that the Torah be written upon our heart. The will of the Heavenly Father is the new covenant, the Torah being written upon our heart, that we are led by the Holy Spirit, we walk in the Holy Spirit, and Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood governs and oversees us in the new covenant. We are to follow the Torah with our whole heart. Psalm 119 verse 34, give me understanding and I will keep your Torah. Yes, I will observe it with my whole heart. Yeshua is the goal and the aim of the Torah. In Romans chapter 10 verse 4, it says in the King James that Messiah is the end of the law. And it gives the impression that casual reading that Messiah died and he did away with following the Torah. But the Greek word that's translated as end is the Strong's number 5056. And it is the Greek word telos, which means goal, aim, or target. And so this should be understood from examining the Greek that Messiah is the goal or the aim of the Torah. And so how is Messiah the goal or the aim of the Torah? Because the Torah was given as a covenant. And when you break any part of the covenant, it's regarded as you've broken the whole covenant. And the terms of the covenant was that you deserve death if you break any form of the covenant. And so the Torah indicates that we cannot establish our own righteousness, nor we deserve our own merit by never failing the standard of God, by never failing to follow the Torah. The scripture says all have sinned and come short of the standard of God, come short of the glory of God. So therefore, if we examine that we sin, that we break the covenant, we deserve death, we have a problem. And so where does our deliverance come given that we cannot save ourselves from our condition? And our deliverance comes through the Messiah and the redemptive work of the Messiah. So therefore the Torah points us to the fact that we need the Messiah, we need to trust in the Messiah for our deliverance and for our salvation. In Romans chapter 2 verse 13, Paul explains it's not the hearers of the Torah that are just before God, but those that do the Torah will be justified. And in Messiah, in the new covenant, that stony heart is to die. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13, it is written, and that he says, and the King James says a new covenant, but the word covenant is italicized, which means that the Greek word covenant is not in the text. The word covenant was added by the translators. So what the text says, in that he says a new, he has made the first old. Now that which decays and waxes old is ready to vanish away. So what is it? that is to die in Messiah and in the new covenant 
If we allow our lives to be governed by the Holy Spirit and to be led by the Holy Spirit and walk in the Holy Spirit, then we will cause our flesh to die daily. And so we're to crucify our flesh. We're to die to our flesh. And so in the new covenants through Yeshua's Melchizedek priestly ministry, as we submit ourselves to Yeshua's Melchizedek priestly ministry, and what it does for us and seek to be led by the Holy Spirit, that old man that came out of Egypt, the one that has inherited Adam's sin nature, is to be crucified, is to die. A stony heart doesn't follow the Torah. Zechariah chapter 7, verses 11 and 12. But they refused to hearken and they pulled away the shoulder and they stopped their ears that they should not hear. They made their hearts as adamant stone. So what's the characteristic of a stony heart? Lest they should hear the Torah and the words which the Lord of hosts has sent in his spirit by the former prophets, therefore came a great wrath from the Lord of hosts. So what's the difference between the Torah given at Mount Sinai and the renewed covenant? The Torah given at Mount Sinai, that Torah was written upon hearts of stone. But the new covenant, the Torah, is to be written upon a heart of flesh. The heart of flesh will follow the Torah by the Spirit. A heart of stone will seek to live their life and be influenced and governed by the flesh, natural eyes, natural reasoning, and human wisdom and understanding in the carnal mind. So the stony heart can't overcome the flesh, natural eyes, natural reasoning, the wisdom of this world, the desires of this world can't overcome the sin nature. But a a heart of flesh loves the Torah of the God of Israel and through the help, the inspiration, and the yielding to the Holy Spirit is able to be an overcomer. The renewed covenant takes away the stony heart. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. A new heart will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. The renewed covenant is the indwelling Holy Spirit helping us to follow the Torah of Yeshua. Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27. A new heart will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. And I will put my spirit within you. So what's going to be the result when we receive the indwelling Holy Spirit, when we receive Yeshua as our Savior and Lord from repenting of our sins and accepting his shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins? I'm going to put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and to keep my judgments and do them. Paul testified that the way that he expressed his faith in Yeshua as the Messiah in Romans chapter 7 verse 22, that he delights in the Torah of God after the inward man, after the one that is led by the Holy Spirit. And so the God of Israel found fault with the stony hearts of his people. That's why when they believed the report of the ten spies, they could not go into the promised land. In Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, it is written, And this shall be the covenant that I will make for the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my Torah in their inward parts, and I will write it in their hearts. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 8, For finding fault with them, the God of Israel found fault with the stony hearts of his people who received the Torah at Mount Sinai. So finding fault with them, he wants to renew the covenant 
covenant and his Torah, this time he wants to write it upon hearts of flesh instead of hearts of stone. And so that they can be a people that will be pleasing to the Heavenly Father and being able to be a people pleasing to the Heavenly Father and spiritually mature comes about through Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood ministry. So it was finding fault with the hearts of the people that it was said, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10, quoting Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah in their mind and write it in their heart. So a stony heart is going to die in sin. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4. The soul that sins, it will die. Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 30 and 31. Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions and make you a new heart in a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel. And so the the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3 outlines that a stony heart who doesn't follow once they hear the voice of God because they can't overcome the desires of the flesh and natural eyesight, natural reasoning, and the wisdom of this world, their carnal mind, and a stony heart cannot enter into Yeshua's rest. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of the temptation in the wilderness. Hebrews chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, They err in their heart, so I swore in my wrath they will not enter into my rest. But in Messiah, the heart of stone dies. And so... This is how the new covenant, Melchizedek priesthood of Yeshua, how it benefits and what it does for the believer in Yeshua in the new covenant, if we yield to it in our hearts. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13, and that he says a new, that is a new heart, a new spirit, he's made the first old, that is the stony heart. Now that which decays and waxes old, that's the stony heart, is ready to vanish away. And so a believer in Yeshua should not live a sinful lifestyle. Romans chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. So Paul asks the question, should we, in being believers in Yeshua as Messiah, should we live a lifestyle of sin? And he says, God forbid. But what do we have to do to live a lifestyle of sin? We have to transgress the Torah. First John chapter 3, verse 4. Whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah. For sin is the transgression of the Torah. So what Paul is going to do in Romans chapter 6, Six is he's going to make a spiritual analogy of how being immersed into Yeshua is the same as being immersed into his death. Romans chapter 6 verse 3. Know you not that so many of us as were immersed into Messiah Yeshua were immersed into his death? Then Yeshua is going to continue the spiritual analogy by making the point that if we are immersed into Messiah's death, then we also will be resurrected with him. Romans chapter 6 verse 4, it is written, Therefore, 
we are buried with him by immersion into death that like as Messiah was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we. And so this talks about living out your lives on a daily basis and seeking to perform and do the will of God. And that in doing so, we have to go through trials, tribulations, persecutions, and afflictions. Just as Messiah, in doing the will of his Father, he had to go through trials, tribulations, persecutions, and afflictions, particularly the last week of his life, when they ultimately hung him up on that tree, that by being faithful and obedient to do the will of his Father, he was raised to glory. Even so, if we remain steadfast and faithful in doing the will of God in our lives, even though we must go through trials, tribulations, and persecutions, and sufferings, that the God of Israel will bring us through by his Spirit, and by doing the will of God, we will be able to give glory to God and bear fruit for his kingdom. So that's why in Romans chapter 6 verse 4 it says that we are buried with him by immersion unto death that like as Messiah was raised up from the dead by the glory of God, even so we should walk in newness of life. That means we should live our lives on a daily basis, having the Torah written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, that we should be led by the Spirit and we should walk in the Spirit. Paul continues with the spiritual analogy in Romans chapter 8, verses 11 and 12, that if we are immersed into Messiah's death, then by his spirit, we will not be living a sinful lifestyle. In Romans chapter 8, verses 11 and 12, it is written, But if the spirit of him that raised up Yeshua from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Messiah from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. The carnal mind does not follow the Torah. Romans chapter 8, verse 7, because the carnal mind is an enemy against God and it's not subject to the Torah of God or does not follow the Torah of God, neither indeed can it, because the carnal mind is governed by natural eyesight and natural reasoning, just as the ten spies, when they went out to spy out the land, their conclusion, they used natural eyesight and natural reasoning, and they said, there's giants in the land, we are not able to take the land. And so they made their analysis based upon carnal thinking that was contrary to the Torah of God, to the word of God, to the covenant promises of God. So therefore they could not enter into the promised land. They could not enter into his rest. And though they reacted in the flesh and in their carnal minds, and so they could not inherit the promises of God. That's why Paul said in Romans chapter 8 verse 8, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And in this spiritual analogy that Paul explains in his writings, if we are immersed in the Messiah's death, then we are to be resurrected with him. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 and 2. And you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. So before you came to Messiah, when you were governed by your flesh and your carnal mind, you lived your life, you reasoned, you thought according to the ways and the wisdom of this 
this world and the values of this world, the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit now that now works in the children of disobedience, those who don't pursue the Torah, don't follow the Torah by the spirit. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 and 5. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Messiah by grace are you saved. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. And he has raised us up together and he made us sit together in heavenly places in Messiah Yeshua. So continuing with the spiritual analogy that if we are immersed into Messiah's death, then we are resurrected with him. Romans chapter 6 verse 4. Therefore we are buried with him by immersion into death that like as Messiah was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. Romans chapter 8 verse 10. And if Messiah be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Continuing with the spiritual analogy, if we are immersed in the Messiah's death, then we are to be resurrected with him. Romans chapter 6 verse 5. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Romans chapter 6 verses 6 and 7. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. And so that's what Hebrews in chapter 8 verse 13 is explaining, and that is what is old in decaying, is the stony heart and the flesh that is in disobedience to the will and the ways of the God of Israel. Romans chapter 6 verse 8, now if we be dead with Messiah, we believe that we shall also live with him. The way we live with him is in the new covenant. The Torah is written upon our heart. We follow his Torah by his Holy Spirit and we receive the benefit of Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood unto us. Romans chapter 6 verses 9 and 10, knowing that Messiah being raised from the dead, he dies no more, that death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he lives, he lives unto God. Likewise, reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Yeshua Messiah our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lusts thereof. And so this is what Hebrews chapter 8 verse 13 this is the point that that verse is trying to make in that he says a new he's made the first old now that which decays and waxes old is ready to vanish away he's not doing away with the Torah he's doing away with the stony heart and he's doing away with us walking according to our flesh in our carnal mind in our carnal ways and so this is going to conclude the teaching on Yeshua our Melchizedek priest, wherein we saw that a central message of the book of Hebrews is it highlights that Yeshua is our high priest, and he's a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And then the book of Hebrews points out the various things that makes Yeshua's Melchizedek priesthood unique. And then we are still in process of going over those things that the Melchizedek priesthood of Yeshua does for the individual believer. So we will continue in examining these points in the teaching. Well, that's going to conclude part four 
of the series on the subject, The Book of Hebrews, Yeshua, Our Melchizedek Priest. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.